horses, mountains, dogs. Oh my, these are a few of my favorite things. They are the things that bring me home and connect me to the wisdom of my grandparents and the values I wanna instill in my children. My name is Kat Caldwell Myers. I live on a small horse farm outside of Chicago with my children, my husband, We've got a couple of dogs. We all work for the cat. In this podcast, you are gonna hear from some of my mentors, the folks who have helped me get back on the horse and back on my my skis after injury, after illness, after pandemic, when all of us had to find ourselves over again to live our best lives. So without further ado, horses, mountains, dogs. Oh my. Hi, this is Kat Caldwell-Myers. I want to give you a really, really warm welcome. I can't believe you're here. I can't believe I'm here. Can you even believe we exist? (laughs) on this planet, that we are here breathing in the fresh air, hearing each other, seeing each other, having the opportunity to connect over a podcast frequency. I mean, it's almost more than I can handle, honestly. But I want to make sure to welcome you. Thank you for taking the time to come and listen to this show. And a lot of people are asking, what is this show all about? Horses, mountains, and dogs? What is that? And I realized, you know, if we go back to feeling like a little kid, to who we were when we were younger, when we said the word horse for the first time, or we saw it, your first word, the first words, the things that made you light up. Obviously, it started with mommy, dad. Usually those are our first words, right? And a lot of this show is about family and about our connection to each other, to our bloodline, but also to our chosen family, to the tribe that we connect with here on earth. And they're not always the same people. Sometimes there are similarities and sometimes there are really important differences. And here in this podcast, we honor all of that. Why is it called Horses, Mountains, and Dogs? From a very young age, I was obsessed with horses. My sister and I, to be honest, it was it was catching between the two of us. <laughs> Came from my grandmother. She was, oh, actually, I come from a long line of horsewomen. Both of my grandmothers were horsewomen. As my, my grandpa Wiley tells the story, he said when he met grandma, she was riding a horse. They were playing bareback tag and college. And boy, did he tag her. He knew she was the one. So I I go way back in my horse love and my horse life. And I just, I love talking about horses. I live on a small horse farm outside of the suburbs of Chicago. We have three horses and now a pony. Horses are just an obvious part of my life. The first piece of the podcast title, because... I knew I wanted to bring people in who are activated, excited by the idea of horses. If you're a horse seeker like me, when you see a picture of a horse, even when you're far from horses, it lights something up in your heart, in your soul. It reminds you of the smell 
the touch, the feel, the soft vibration, the energy when you are around horses. Even just seeing them, even the image, even the word in the title of this podcast, horses. And the same is true of mountains. When I was eight years old, we moved from Wenatchee, Washington to Santa Fe, New Mexico. And I always said I left my heart in Colorado because we stopped there on the way. And that was when I first saw, quote, real big mountains. I grew up skiing Snoqualmie before that up in Washington state. I don't remember being taken in by those mountains the way I was taken in by the Rockies. And we kept going back to pick up my heart and eventually I went back for college at CU Boulder and I just love the mountains. I love hiking them. I became a river guide in them. Later I was a paraglider. I love mountains, rock climbing, all of it. The smell, the toughness, the grit, the conversation, mountain people climbing up and down. It's no wonder I met my husband in the saddle of a mountain and he is a mountain man through and through. He is so many things, but he's got the beard. He had the backcountry ski set up, a good one. And we met in a backcountry rescue mission, but that's a whole other story. And mountains, again, in the title call in the right people, the excitement. And sometimes the mountain is a metaphor. Sometimes we're, we're on the bench for whatever reason, we're not able to climb it, but we can still look out. And as my grandpa Wiley said before he passed and he chose to die in the mountains and he said, I always feel better in the mountains. If we live a good long life, as I hope we're all blessed to live, then life is long. And at the end of it, there can be a little bit of a, a petering out. And I watched two of my grandparents decline in old age, and it was hard to witness. And also just the natural progression of things, a little bit like winter. Winter can be hard to feel the cold and, quote, deal with. But that's why we make jackets and we have fires and we hibernate. We make hot stew and we've come up with ways to walk through winter and a long life. And sometimes it's a long winter and sometimes it's a short winter, but that's just part of life, part of a good long life. Life is long, as my grandfather likes to say. Life is long. So if you know life is going to be long, wouldn't you want to spend it in the places that really make you come alive in the mountains if you're a mountain person? And my grandpa, although he spent most of his life living in cities, Boston, LA, Chicago, some of the largest cities in this country. He always identified as a mountain person. And they had a condo in the mountains of Colorado. I grew up with the privilege of visiting throughout all of my life, which is part of why I always felt at home in the mountains, because I had family who were always at home in the mountains, because we had a home in the mountains, even though it was not my home in the mountains. I have never owned a home in the mountains, by the way. I have always rented we do own a home now in Chicago, and there is something about where you own. But that's another story for another podcast. So why dogs? You already have horses in there. Honestly, I played around a little bit with the idea of cats. It was, it was never going to be in the headline. Hey, my nickname is Cat. You call me Cat. How could it be cat with the cat, cat, too much cat? I grew up with cats and felt very connected to them and learned a lot about communicating with animals, reading their energy, respecting them. I have a huge scar on my forearm from when I grabbed a cat's tail. I think I was probably 10 years old and the cat was trying to leave the room and I didn't want it to. And 
Don't grab a cat by the tail. Come on now. Very bad manners on my human part. And she turned around and called me on it. Her name was Black Magic. She was my sister's cat. And she just clawed me on my forearm. And you can tell how long ago it was because I've grown. (laughs) And her claw marks were not that far apart. But the point is, I have this animal scar on me from a cat right? Yet I chose dogs and I feel like dogs, dog backwards, G-O-D, God, they can travel with us and keep us active and outside of ourselves and teach us in the same way that horses teach us how to ask for what we want. Is it a sit? Is it a stay? Is it a wait? And sometimes we forget these basic manners with each other as human beings. And as I've been teaching my children, we got a puppy two years ago, and I also have a 14-year-old dog who I've had since she was nine weeks old, speaking of a good long life, and training a dog. A little bit like parenting my children, the more time I spend working with our dogs, the better they are, the better we understand each other. Animals, it's a lot of quality time. And regardless of your love language, I feel the same is true with our children, with ourselves. If if we can do things and be with people and awaken ourselves to the things that really bring us joy, bring us peace, bring us into the best vibration or frequency of who we are, that's how we connect. And sometimes we overcomplicate it and, you know, we're talking about money or relationships or whatever it is, health. And I'm an avid health and fitness person and horses and mountains and dogs. They are my muses, like the royal family in Britain. The royal muse is the name of their horse barn, which hopefully will carry on into the next generation after the queen has passed. God rest her soul. But these are my muses and they're different for each of us and they can change throughout time. And just because I chose horses, mountains, and dogs, oh my, doesn't mean there aren't other things that will wake me up on my deathbed and make me remember a story I'd like to tell or connect. You know, just petting a dog lowers your blood pressure. We need dogs and we need spaces in the world where we're able to walk dogs and more support in training dogs and understanding what it is that we are asking of of them and of ourselves. So that's why this podcast is called Horses, Mountains, and Dogs. In case you were wondering, thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening. We've been talking for a little over 10 minutes and it means the world to me that you took this time to hear me out on this and I appreciate you and I hope you go out into your world and find your three. What are your three? What a great episode. It has been so fun to be with you. I recorded many of these in my hayloft and I would love to share my hayloft with you. If you want to see what that looks like or smell it, I wish I could bring you into the the smell of hay. You know, it's really just dried grass. Okay, so you can probably find some (laughs) at a park near you. Meanwhile, if you would like to connect on social media, see our animals, see some of our training trips, get to know us a little bit better, you can find me on all the platforms. Cat Caldwell Myers. If you're not on social media, you could email me. I would love to hear from you. Please connect with me on my website, catcaldwellmyers.com. 
You can find the spelling in the show notes. And if you loved this show, please share it with a friend. Drop me a review. Subscribe. That way you can stay up to date with what we have going on. And I would love to hear from you what you would like to hear. And have yourself a beautiful day. Get out there and smell the hay.